red leather, yellow leather. Yeah. What was the new one? Oh, geez. What happened? Boots and cats and 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 boots and cats. I'm Joshua. And I'm Brittany. And we're two librarians who talk about sci-fi and fantasy and a little bit of everything else. Cats and boots and cats and boots. What's the new one, Brittany? Um, Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. That's a really hard one. Irish wristwatch. Ooh, that is hard. It's hard, isn't it? Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. You have to really think about it. All right. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Today's a special episode. Oh, yeah. You love those. Every episode is a special episode. <laughs> this <laughs> is, is true. That? Who is that third voice? <gasps> Who is that? Who is that? You may have heard her before. Star stage and screen <laughs> and podcasts. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself for us, please? Um, my name is Sammy Pearson, and I am the Coos Bay Public Library Director. Woo! Yay! Back with a vengeance. Yes. Uh oh. That sounds bad. No, you were with us for banned books. Yes, I Which was. people really liked. Good. I'm they liked so your glad. insights. People really like that. Your wit. Really? Yeah, yes. That's fantastic. That was one of our most downloaded episodes. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Top it's three. An important topic. I'm glad people Absolutely. are listening. You're here for another important topic today. I am. And that is homelessness in the library. Yeah. Yes. Homelessness as an issue, as a library issue. Mm-hmm. Going to shed some insight on. What we do about it and what things we are doing about the problem and maybe try to shift some public perception about that issue. Yeah. Okay. I think there is a lot of misconceptions. Oh, yes. About homelessness in the library. Oh, yes. That I still come in contact with all the time. (laughs) So I was like, let's do an episode on it. I hate to say I walk on eggshells about this topic, but I still want to address it. Like, it's important. It is important. I think it's important, I mean, but we have to frame it in the fact that it doesn't matter your living status Mm -hmm. when you come in the library because everybody is our patron. Yeah. And the library operates off of, it's all based on behavior. Mm -hmm. So it has absolutely nothing to do with where and how you live. Yeah. It has to do with how you behave when you're in the library. You know, if you live in a million dollar mansion and you come in and scream and yell and carry on. You'll be get you'll be treated the same way, right? If you live on a sidewalk and come in and scream and yell, you there are consequences. It doesn't matter the housing status per se. As long as you're not a disruptive presence, then enjoy our facilities. As long as you are treating everyone with respect and just using the library, that's a good rule to live by. Mm -hmm. Yes, a good rule to live by. Can I hit you guys with a, a fact about homelessness sure. in Oregon? It's a very quick one. So according to, do, 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 where did I write that down? I didn't. I'll find it again. I'm so sorry. <gasps> this is a library. It's you need so sources, bad. mister. I know. I know. Uh, the U.S. Intransigency Council on Homelessness says that approximately 14,655 individuals face homelessness on a given day in Oregon. And that's sadly not surprising. Mm -hmm. That number is not just people who are considered chronically homeless. Mm -hmm. Um, This is just temporary and it's the whole gamut. Yeah. But still a a large number for Oregon. So we do have a couple questions. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Great. Um, What are some things the Coos Bay Library is doing to support low-income and unsheltered patrons? Well, I think the fact that we have that essentially everything in the library is free is a big step towards helping people especially those who are 
income challenged. You know, we have public computers to use for everything from communicating with people, family or, or friends or, you know, whoever is in their network, you know, to just looking up information or job searching. All of that's available you know, free. We have a community engagement person who helps connect folks with services. Tammy. Tammy. Yes. We did the a fam- whole episode The famous with Tammy, Tammy yes. yes. Yeah, you know, and she's here to help anything from, you know, where can I just get some food? Where can I stay for a night? Is there laundry available? A wide, wide variety. Help of with things. bank accounts. I've Help counted with bank a lot. Accounts, getting yeah. IDs. You know, some of those things that some people just take for granted. Oh, I can just walk in and get a bank account. Well, if you've never done it, or you don't have the proper things, you know, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. And then um, I'm also going to throw in there at the reference desk. We now have printed out some of the bus routes that people True. ask about, mm-hmm. so people can come get a bus route. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have bus routes. We have even maps of the city. Yeah. Maps so, you of the know, city. For people yeah. who are don't know where some things are we can help them find those things yeah absolutely yeah we had one patron come in and they were asking about where can i sleep at night that i'm mm-hmm. not going to get kicked out mm-hmm. that that took us a while to figure out because that was not it is easy it's easy to find well it's not easy to find and it's constantly changing mm-hmm. lately so it's it's a challenge just to keep up on those laws and stuff right well <laughs> that information is just not easy to come by even though we're right next to City Hall. Right. Well, and even with all of our tools, if it takes us that long to find it, you know, we're, every day we're answering questions and we're used to having to find things. I can't imagine your average person no. being able to suss out where this stuff is and how to find it. Especially if they don't have easy access to the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Then it's like and impossible. The, uh, yeah, I mean, society's depending more and more on the internet. A lot. And if you don't have it you're blocked from a lot of things anymore. Yeah, definitely. Even for sheltered patrons, having internet here Mm -hmm. is probably the only internet some people get. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Whether it's an affordability issue Mm -hmm. in our county, whether it's where you live. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just cannot get service because parts of our county are are dead zones. Yeah. (laughs) Rural Oregon. Rural Oregon. (laughs) That's right. I have a couple of like theoretical situations okay to bring to you and how you would potentially handle them okay okay situation number one if a patron came up to us and complained about the way another patron smelled what would be the protocol uh we would generally approach the person who has the scent issue and it's funny the scent issue can be everything from a really heavy application of perfume for instance Mm -hmm. can bother people Mm -hmm. to the opposite spectrum of you know body odor Mm -hmm. the person would be asked to um, leave until they could remedy the situation and we would provide them with information you know shower laundry if they needed that type of information Mm -hmm. but being told that you are more than welcome to come back when this situation is remedied and and just explain it in the gentlest way possible Mm -hmm. that some people, for instance, with the perfume, have aller- really bad allergies, and mm-hmm. that's why you know people need to kind of be aware mm-hmm. of, of that kind of thing. For sure. The important thing is that they're always welcome back. Oh, it's definitely. Not, it's you know, not it's, like an 86 situation. And that situation. type of thing is a temporary issue. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and that could be remedied. They could be back by that afternoon, yeah. Yeah. for instance. Yeah. Okay. What is the protocol with patrons who are acting, quote, strangely? Things that may include talking to themselves, making odd noises, staring, and sleeping in odd places, including in front of the book drop, which is one that somebody has told me. Sleeping in front of the book drop, I mean, and this is where we get into where it's, 
knowing the law <laughs> yeah. that's currently where they can sleep. The only thing about sleeping in front of the book drop, it is blocking people's use of the library. So that person would be asked to at least move out of the way so that people could get to the book drop. Yeah. Um, what if they're sleeping inside the library? No one is allowed to sleep in the library. I mean, that's a blanket rule for everyone. They would be asked to obviously wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, if they couldn't stay awake, you know, simply can you get up and just take a walk around? Yeah. See if that, that gets you the blood pumping again or whatever. If it's a repeated problem in the same day, we ask them to leave for the day. You know, they're more than welcome to come back again, but they can't sleep in the library. Yeah. That one's always really hard for mm-hmm. me because it's like, I don't know what kind of night they had, like why right. they're so tired. It is hard. <laughs> it is hard. You know, and, and once again, we're back to it could be a person who is an insomniac who is housed, yeah. <laughs> you know, but having that same problem. Yeah, because um, we've definitely had patrons like that. Right. They literally have... What's it called? Narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. Right. It's it's one of those just to continually treat with kindness and respect and just be as gentle as possible and reminders. And, you know, the thing about getting up, maybe taking a walk, go outside for some fresh air, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. See if that would help remedy the situation before we had to take the action of asking them to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what if somebody is, let's say, at one of the computers and just talking to themselves? Like, what's the protocol of that? Well, talking to themselves is fine. Okay. It's are they talking to themselves really loudly that they are disturbing other people because it's no different than somebody talking on the phone. True. Just, you know, it's a, still a one-sided conversation. It's the volume level. It, it's whether, does it affect other people's use of the library? And those are judgment calls. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, so people have to be careful about those judgments. Right. But, sure. you know, if they can keep it down and they're still muttering to themselves, eh, you know, we all talk to ourselves. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Um, what if somebody's staring at you? That gets to be a difficult one. It's yeah, tricky. it really does. I can't say I've encountered that a whole lot in here. Yeah, it's kind mm-hmm. of sub- also subjective. It's one, you know, one person having another person look at them for a moment constitutes staring for them versus five minutes. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's one of those. You could ask the person to move. Can is there any chance you can go sit over here? You know, just mm-hmm. disturbing other patrons, and they might not even be aware they're doing it. Sometimes right. we space off. Mm-hmm. It's a communication thing. I think start with some communication, and obviously, then if it continues to be a problem, then it needs to be addressed. I think also it's good for people to be aware. Like currently at the library, we do have security, mm-hmm. we and do. if you just want to tip off the security guard, like hey, like something odd's happening, that's totally fine, and the security mm-hmm. guard will follow up on it. Yeah, and not yeah. in like a. Way, right. You know? No, not, not go like charge a... in their way, but you know they are here to keep an eye on things. And yeah. somebody's being disturbed by another person. There's ways. Our library's big enough. <laughs> People can be separated. Plenty essentially, of places to sit. Yeah, other places to sit, other tables to use, that kind of thing. Yeah. So this kind of brings us to our last question: Is there are some well-meaning patrons who kind of have a perception about homelessness and unsheltered individuals mm-hmm. that? Uh, it's rather negative, we'll just say. For example, they say, I'm paraphrasing, I don't see so many homeless people. I'm glad you got rid of them, implying that they're a nuisance or right. and they don't like seeing them around. Right. To me, how do you know? Mm, it's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how do you know? If, I mean, they're sitting in a chair in the library. How do you know what their status is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes, granted, like if people are outside and see them maybe with all their possessions, they have a little better idea of what's going on, but... You know, once again, it comes down to behavior. If if they're just sitting in the library, not disturbing anyone, what is the problem? Yeah. They're minding their business. They have a right to exist just as well as anybody else. You know, know, if they want to sit and stare at a wall all day, 
That's up to them. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, if they're not hurting anybody and not disturbing anybody, that's just fine. Absolutely. We're a public space that people can come use, and we want people to use us. Yeah. And they don't have to have a, quote, library purpose. (laughs) If they want to read a book while they're sitting here, great. If they want to sit and stare at the floor, fine. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they don't even need to have a library card to sit here here and and read a book inside the library. Exactly. Be in here and enjoy the things that are in here while they're here. That is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And encouraged. I was just thinking about this is one of the few public spaces that you can actually be in outside the elements without having to pay any money for. And it's starting to get cold. It's it's getting cold. cold. Yeah. I would also come in here if I did not have a house. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, they may have a house. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can't afford their heat. The heating got shut off. Absolutely. So they come down here for the day great we're here we're open we have plenty to entertain you (laughs) plenty to entertain you all day long (laughs) no i was just thinking if you're really bothered by quote unquote seeing homeless people it's like if you live in coos bay we'll mail you your stuff you know you can still use the library but i would really ask you a question what is it that's bothering you so much that that is keep you from coming into the library and to examine why what are those beliefs (laughs) i think it says something about if you don't like way a certain person looks it says a lot about the kind of person you are (laughs) i'm just going to say it bluntly (laughs) not the kind of person they are (laughs) yeah but in the end everybody is welcome absolutely yes everybody is welcome and as sammy said it all comes down to behavior exactly no matter what your housing no matter what your situation Mm -hmm. is exactly sammy thank you so much for coming and talking to us anytime i just feel like that is such an important thing to address absolutely absolutely (laughs) okay so don't forget to watch what you want play what you want and read Read what what you want want. okay well i'll talk to you later bye bye (laughs) hey everybody this is Brittany here feel free to check out the show notes for any details of things we might have talked about and always feel free to rate review and subscribe thanks